Good morning, Boker Toe. Welcome back to 10 Minutes of Meaning. Masila, Sisharan, please help yourself to coffee and donuts. A very special thank you today to Jeffrey Gelb, who has sponsored our series for the year. Today is the last uh, day of that sponsorship in memory of Meshulam ben David Shendel, Baz David Avner ben Avram HaKohen. We're deeply grateful to the Gelb family for their generosity. And there is the opportunity, if you'd like to sponsor the series for the coming year and help enable people all over the world to learn Masila Sisharan, to improve themselves, to become better versions of themselves, all in honor or memory of someone you choose, please reach out to Lee at BRS Online, L-E-E at brsonline.org. We are on the 20th chapter. We've just begun. We spent a long time defining what it means, piety. To be a chassid is not an external manifestation. It is an internal attitude, personality, filter, vision through which we understand and absorb and interact with the world. And so the Ramchal, Rav Moshe Chaim has told us in the 20th chapter that Teda Be'emes, you have to know the truth authentically, genuinely, that this is the Malacha Akasha B'Chasidus. The hardest part of Chasidus, to follow the strict letter of the law of the Shulchan Aruch, is very difficult. But you open the book, you study the code of Jewish law, you know what to do and how to regulate your life and your behavior, and we simply have to have the discipline to follow through. But when it comes to Hasidus, it's above and beyond. To be a Hasid is not the letter of the law. To be a Hasid is not to follow the strict law as it is easily explicated and explained for each and every situation. To be a Hasid is in between those situations, the circumstances where it's unclear and we're unsure exactly what to do. To ask ourselves, what would the Rebona Shalom want from me? What is right and what is righteous? What will give him nachas ruach? What will give him pride in me? What does he want in this moment? In the dilemma that I'm facing at work, at home, with my family, in the community, where I open up my shulchan arach, I open up shas and poskim, and there is no clear answer. And I have a dilemma. I have a choice I have to make about my life, about my lifestyle. What does Hashem want from me? What does it mean to be a chassid? In order to be honest with ourselves, in order to truly arrive at what is the correct answer, a person needs to ask themselves three questions. To be a chassid, to be righteous, is to live with the following three questions, criteria. Number one, you have to have an honest and a truthful heart. You know, there are people who lie to themselves all day long. There are people who rationalize, who lie, who twist, who manipulate who are selling. You know, they don't sell us, but they seem to sell themselves. And you cannot be a chassid. You cannot really be righteous. You cannot arrive at what is the righteous thing if you're not honest, if you don't have a pure and a clean and an honest heart, if you're not able to be truthful with yourself and with the world. A person who is a pathological bender of truth, a person who's constantly rationalizing and twisting, cannot be a chassid. So prerequisite number one, question number one, criteria number one, is to have a libo yashar shabil vavos. You have to have a straight heart. Take the honest route. Don't always think in the crooked, manipulative, twisted, how can I get away with it way, but to be a yashar. What's right? What's righteous? What does Hashem want? And to always ask oneself, not what do I want? Not what feels good for me, not what's comfortable or convenient, but what does Hashem want? Where does He want me to daven? How does He want me to respond? What does He want me to say? What does He want me to do? Where does He want me to be? 
Not what's comfortable or convenient for me. Not what I'm predisposed to want. Not what gives me pleasure. But what gives nachas ruach to Hashem. Now it happens to be that we are designed and we are built in a way that we get great pleasure from giving Him nachas ruach. So when we make the choice of that which will give Him incredible pleasure, that gives us the greatest pleasure. But to think in that way. And for a long time I struggled with this. Because, you know, we think that we are sophisticated, advanced. We are intellectual. We use fancy big words like ontological and axiological. And we read our Rabbanim, our Gedolim, who speak the Queen's English. And so, you know, to picture Hashem as getting nachas from it. What is Hashem? Like our great-grandmother pinching our cheek? The old person at shul getting nachas from you? So I struggled for a long time. I thought Hashem is, you know, we intellectualize, we rationalize Hashem. To picture him getting nachas ruach, he doesn't have emotions. He doesn't have feelings. So to describe Hashem as having nachas, we get nachas, please God, from our children. We hope we give nachas to our parents, to our grandparents. But this amorphous nachas, the Ramchal says, yeah, you want to live a righteous life, recognize. We anthropomorphize Hashem in so many other ways. The notion of his growing impatience or getting angry with us. So why can't we describe Hashem also as getting tremendous nachas from us? Nachas. He takes pride. He looks down and he sees us do the right thing. Those who are in the room, you came to shul this morning. You didn't have to. You got up. You arranged your schedule. You made it to Minyan. Hopefully on time. Hopefully didn't talk. Hopefully even concentrated for a few of the words. And be proud. That should feel great. Because know that it's not just a check on a checklist. You're not just doing something and dismissing an obligation. But Hashem is looking down with tremendous nachas. Tremendous nachas. You have some juicy lashnar to share and you bite your tongue. You're tempted to look at the wrong thing or you start looking and then you X out. You're giving Hashem tremendous nachas ruach. So the second criteria to be a chassid is to ask ourselves in every circumstance, not again what feels good, what's comfortable, what I want, but ask in each circumstance, I live to give nachas to Hashem. That is how I define my life. What will give him nachas? What will give him nachas? To take advantage of that airline's terrible glitch and mistake and send it to everyone I know to buy the cheap ticket, which will cost them. Is that giving him nachas? Is that giving him nachas? To get away with the bare minimum, to twist and do something that technically is permissible, I found a legal loophole. Is that going to give him nachas? The criteria through which we should live our lives, the criteria through which the chassid lives his life or her life, is to ask that. Nachas ruach lefanav yizborach. And the third criteria is to always be in a state of analyzing our actions intensely and to rectify them. To always be aware and mindful of what we're doing. We spoke about this at the very beginning. Zahirus. The Ramchal tells us you want to live a meaningful life, a purposeful life, a righteous life, a life of fulfillment and satisfaction and pleasure, then you need a life in which you are mindful. A constant evaluation, not paralysis and not shame or guilt or regret, but a constant awareness. What are the choices I'm making? What are their consequences? What will be their consequences? Who am I and where do I fit in? Ma'ayin iyun gadol. Iyun gadol. Ma'ayin and iyun gadol. To always have an awareness. You know, great people kept journals. Great people still keep journals and diaries. They want to track and have an awareness and sort of step outside themselves to be able to look at themselves and say, 
Where am I doing well? Where do I need improvement? What does my life look like? Am I doing everything I claim to care about and claim to want to do? So the three areas, again, in order to succeed, to be honest and evaluating how we're doing in the area of living with chasidus, with piety. Number one, yasha bilvavos, true heart, an honest heart. We have to be honest and straight. And number two, we have to live to give Hashem nachas ruach. Not to live for our pleasure, but live to give Him pride. And number three, to constantly be evaluating. Great business people have weekly, monthly, quarterly, biannual, annual. They're constantly looking. What are our targets? What are our revenues? What are our numbers? What are our demographics? You're not going to succeed if you grip it and rip it in life. If all you do is live life and you never pause, you never stop, you never evaluate, you never internalize, you're never looking at your life with an eun gadol. You're never carefully looking What's right? What's wrong? And then after one does all these things, then a person has to cast his burden on Hashem. Cast his burden on Hashem. It's an incredible pasuk in Tehillim. Incredible pasuk. Take Yahavo. Take whatever burden there is. Difficult meetings, difficult conversations, difficult circumstances, and to take whatever challenge we have, throw it on Hashem. Throw it on Hashem. Hashem, I rely on you. I lean on you. I'm sticking to you. I know you've got my back. I know you've got my back. So this is the pathway. These are the steps that have to be taken towards chasidus. Chasid is not external. The real chasid, nobody can measure by looking at them. The chasid is the way we live our life and the choices and the mindfulness and the thoughtfulness that we have, the self-awareness that we have in our lives to be driven by those three things. To be straight, have a straight heart, to want to give Hashem nachas, and to self-awareness, to constantly be working on ourselves, to know ourselves. Continue 845 with Living with Amuna. Tonight we're going behind the bima with Dan Grunfeld, the son of Ernie Grunfeld. Fascinating, fascinating story at 9 p.m. Till next time, stay happy, stay healthy, stay holy.